Welcome aboard the USS Boda. This is your captain, not Patrick Stewart speaking. You're listening to Dork Trek. Dorktrek.com. Engage, Mr. Manny. This week, Dork Trek, we celebrate, what, six years of recording excellence? Jesus, I know. With it's amazing. The, it's amazing. Six years of recording excellence with the second season finale of Deep Space Nine. Hello and welcome to Dork Trek. My name is Bob. It's a pleasure to meet you. And thank you for listening. I'm joined today by Dennis Black and Asian, who is lovely and talented. Oh, well, thank you. I'm joined by Jenny Zell, who is also lovely and talented, and Benjamin McCormick, who is, again, lovely and talented. We are right. That's all. You guys are the best. But see, uh, this isn't technically my sixth anniversary, because I didn't show up until episode three. So you are the... Uh, you are the... Who would you be, then, in the Star Trek, uh, I guess, realm, then, in the world? <laughs> I have no idea who came. But you know, it's late. weird because you were always off mic during the first couple of seasons. Well, no, that was the thing is I wasn't like on the first three episodes. I literally remember you guys saying something like, "Oh yeah, there's some Star Trek nerd out there flipping his table over right now," in like your first <laughs> episode. You. And I literally was in my uh, old office at my old house, ready to flip the table while I was listening to you guys. I was just like, "No." <laughs> Yeah, I went back and listened to uh, Coming of Age uh, a couple weeks ago, <laughs> and I was like, "What?" We kept asking you questions. I'm like, "Why is Ben not on the mic? This is so weird." Yeah, well, we used to have to share the mic too because the board only had the uh, four yeah, mics. Four mics. Yeah, there were only four mics. That was a uh, that was a long time ago. But yeah, it's been six years. We've been doing this podcast now for six years. Granted, we took two years off. Um, yeah, but yeah, yeah. that was, but that was to get uh, things organized. Cause I mean like, you know, to uh, impregnate women yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to impregnate women and to, and to rea children, if you will, and to, yes. you know, do all that stuff. But yeah, so it's been six years of uh, podcasting excellence. Thank you to everyone who's ever listened to the show. Uh, thank you to people who are still downloading it to this day. Thank you to people who comment us at us on Twitter and Facebook and all that stuff. We really appreciate it. It's been a lot of fun. And we've only just begun with Deep Space Nine. Ben, you have been at the forefront of this whole, yeah, 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 this stuff is interesting. Yeah, 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 the episode about Quark is pretty good. But wait until the fun happens. Yeah. And this, and is, the this, this is the episode, I guess. This is the kickoff, the prelude, if you will, to uh, to amazing Star Trek things, perhaps? Oh, yeah, because so far this has just been regular Star Trek. I mean, we had the thing with the McKee, which was kind of unusual, but they kind of touched on that in TNG. Um, we had your standard, you know, episode of the week, you know, whatever. There wasn't really a big story going on. And now this, and this leads into stuff that will take us through the rest of the series. This might be uh, a bigger season ending cock tease than even like when Picard became a Borg just yeah. because oh, the potential yeah. is endless here. Dude, like I can't, I don't want to go into it. Like I don't want to go into the end of the episode right from the beginning of the review of this episode. But like, as soon as it was over, I was like, I just need to start binge watching this immediately. Like I just yeah. have to start. I can't like, imagine having to wait an entire summer. I know. Think about that. You had to wait like three, four months 
for new Deep Space Nine. Like, oh, yeah. wow. I think binging wasn't even a thing. You know, you might get well, lucky. Not, not for TV. Yes, for, well, for well, drinking. High school girls. Yeah. High yes. school girls, it was very uh, binge and burge. Yeah. But. <laughs> well, no, I mean, you could get like a marathon, because we did marathons back then. You know, you know, if you were lucky enough for your local channel to do a marathon, and that might be like six episodes or something, or seven episodes in a row, and you're just like, "Oh, this is awesome!" And then when you know, cable, I guess, was sci-fi, so when that got bigger, the sci-fi channel, they do like, "Oh, Memorial Day, it's the Star Trek: The Classic Series Marathon. All the episodes with the color blue." And then you <laughs> I'm gonna, have- I'm gonna. In my mind, I think. Uh, TNN started binging with Law and Order because every night when it wasn't the NBA during the summer, they had no other programming. Law and Order would run Law. I mean, TNN would run Law and Order for seven hours. Yeah, and I don't know ha- what the, I don't know what the channel is, but still to this day, whenever I go and travel and I'm in the hotel or whatever for work, and I come home, I'll make my calls home or whatever. And then depending on the time zone, I will usually just turn on TNN or whatever it is, whatever the Law and Order channel is. I think it's is. Wii now. I think it's Wii. I know Ion well, Wii, does yeah. a lot of it. Yeah, yeah. I think Wii, Wii is the... Wii, Wii has a lot of it. Wii has the original series. Well, see, I look and see whatever has just on the guide for the, like the next six hours. Law and Order. Either Law and Order or in, yeah. not NCS, uh, what was the old JAG? Either Jag, Jag, Jag or, uh, <laughs> or that's my evening. Yep, I used oh. to love just sitting down and watching Law and Order, but yeah, I can't believe you have to wait four months for this yeah. thing to get going because I mean, and you'd have no idea from the start of this episode because this appears to be your average run of the mill mm-hmm. Star Trek episode. Yeah. Like, We're oh, gonna go camping, camping trip. Yeah, it's like, what? We're going to watch uh, the, the Ice Cube movie about camping in space? Come on, man. That, are we there yet? Yeah, we, I don't want to watch space. Are we there yet? That sounds terrible. <laughs> we'll go take the space RV and go camping. Yes. Up in the oh. wacky neighbor quarters. Lone Star driving? Lone Star. <laughs> Who's still alive? Who's still alive? You have to, because some people still yes. get confused. Lone Star is alive. But yeah, I heard so, on a, on another podcast recently, they are saying that uh, Bill Pullum, Bill Pullman is dead. I was like, no, he's not. <laughs> you got him mixed up. Bill Paxton's dead. The car salesman from True Lies is dead. Yeah, Wrong one. Game over, man. Game over, man. But yeah, this has this has the uh, initial appeal of like a four rating Star Trek episode. You're like, really, man? Really? I gotta watch like. Quark and and Cisco go camping. Really, the wacky <laughs> adventures of yes. Quark and Cisco. It's, it seems like you know what if that sounds more like like a, a, a Chevy Chase National Lampoon's vacation movie than a Star Trek episode. Like oh, it's Cis- actually now that you put it that way, it doesn't sound that bad. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna go to Wally World. Okay, Dennis has to restart his internet. So his internet's being quacky. That's fine, Dennis. She's just going to come back on. But yeah, so not not very promising from the beginning. No, I mean, because we've said that Quark and uh, Odo are the odd couple in space. Yes. So this is, it's not an odd couple situation. It, it's, I don't know, it's the annoying neighbor. It's the, 
you know, the father and son time. Oh, it's spoiled by uh, Quark's antics. He's trying to, to make a gimmick. Yeah, well, Quark, uh, Quark only invites himself, though, because Nog is coming along. Because, um, as I guess most kids... I guess, Ben, you have older kids. Jenny, you have mm-hmm. older kids as well. Like, mm-hmm. is it hard to do things with them alone without their goofy friends tagging along? Because, I mean, that's kind of what they're going for with this. Yeah, I kind of see where that's going now. Like, I didn't have that so much with my daughter, but, like, I know when when I was about that age, like, my sister would tag along with me everywhere. That's kind of how I felt, like, with this episode. It's like, oh, you know, got to bring the sister. Got to bring the cousin dog on this (laughs) camping trip. Cisco wants to spend some QT with the boy, and the boy invites Nog for some reason. I'm not really even sure why. his, His school project. And he's, he's, they're, they're like lab partners or something for this project. And originally, uh, Jake was just going to like grow plants or something over the summer. <laughs> and that was going to be his project. Mm-hmm. And he's like, if I could do some real science and it's like, you know, maybe I could, uh, you know, learn to fly a runabout. Maybe like, I can, mm-hmm. maybe I can, nice grow try, some, maybe I can grow some hydroponic weed. <laughs> like, That'd be the best science the project repl- ever. The replicated stuff is fine, Jake. Just- no, nah, the replicated stuff got seeds in it, man. I need to grow that hydroponic stuff. And so this is the whole thing. I guess the, the Nog thing was, hey, if he doesn't do good on this project, he's going to fail. And if he fails, he's going to drop out. Wow. So there's a lot of pressure on Cisco. Yeah, so Cisco, he can't be, you know, like, you know, if it was just like, Hey, I want my friend to come. He could kind of push the issue and be like, yeah, yeah fuck that kid. Uh, don't you want my friend to do good in school? Yeah, now it's like, hey, you're always saying how important school is. And sure? he's the he's the commander of the of the space station. He just can't let some dumb kid walk around the space station being all dumb, not knowing anything, causing dumb kid problems. Exactly. You know, because it would come back on him. So he's like, Yeah, I guess it's best for me to educate this dude and get him out of here. So right. begrudgingly Cisco lets Nog come along. Um, <clears throat> your boy Quark wants to start selling things over the monitors. Yeah, he wants to advertise on the the station monitors. He wants which, QVC, basically, yeah, yeah. which is a really great <laughs> idea. I mean, you know, he wants to be the first guy to sell ba- have banner ads. <laughs> you know, blue light special in the promenade. Yeah, it's like you don't see any billboards or commercialism. On the on the station, so it's kind of odd that uh, you know Quark is like, "Hey, there's this 20th century thing that you might want to try." It's you know <laughs> online marketing. I mean, for Quark's credit, I mean it's it's a pretty smart idea in 1993 where he's like, "Yeah, I want to put all my advertising on the the monitors," and now that's all life is is advertising on monitors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't even click on Twitter stories from certain. Uh, news outlets without being bombarded by advertising on monitors. So this is all Quark's fault. So I, way to go. You stupid Ferengi. He was way ahead of his time. He was. He predicted our future from our past in the future. Whoa, bro. That's so trippy, dude. Like, what? He just, like, melted my whole face. Like, bro. Like, whoa. Say it again, but slower, Ben. I have no idea what I said. That's I, I, I am so fucked up right now just from saying it. <laughs> bro! But, uh, so, yeah, so... What Quark invites himself on the trip, so he, you know, as like the 
oh, he he needs a guardian, and you know my brother doesn't trust humans, and you know racist. He says you guys are racist and have an agenda and, and probably voted for Trump and shit. Space so Trump. I, I got to go and make sure you don't indoctrinate him into some of your crazy shit ways. Well, he saw what uh, Alec Baldwin tried to do to Canteen Boy that one time. So. <laughs> That's like the one piece of, of Earth uh, you know, transmissions that made it to Ferengar. Yeah. Exactly. They watched that one episode. They based their whole existence on that one sketch from uh, Saturday Night Live. Look you would old. think it would be like Shakespeare or something, but no, all of SNL survived. Yes. No, just that one sketch. That, Alec uh, Baldwin sketch trying to have yeah. sex with Canteen Boy. <laughs> the Klingons got Shakespeare. You know, the the, the uh, Vulcans got Shania Twain. For some reason, it was very confusing for them. <laughs> And the Ferengi got that all the Canteen Boy sketches, yes. which is cool because I mean, like that's and a go really boy. yes, and Go Boy. Well, that's a very great sketch, and uh, I could see maybe that's that that would shape my mind about humans too. Like they all have yeah. they all have great voices, and Cisco does have a great voice. He has a great manner of speaking. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so especially ones like that are going to be prone to want to have sex with boys. <laughs> I've heard about these Human camping trips, Captain. (laughs) That's right, Canteen Boy. (laughs) Dennis, I totally forgot about that sketch until you just brought it up. Uh, It's all I think about. (laughs) I don't know why we watched it in the last six months or so. We were just on a kick with watching SNL random skits. And that came up, and it yeah. was like you, you as you're flipping through, you're like, "Oh, I got to stop on this one." Yeah. Well, most of the time, Alec Baldwin on SNL is golden. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's very there are very, very few misses. For Although Baldwin. I think he actually had he actually put his boner into uh, Adam Sandler's butt <laughs> <laughs> because he seemed very surprised at one point during that second. Well, I mean, he's a method guy, so he's going to yeah. get himself he aroused. To. You know, he's got to really What's go for method it? acting for trying to take advantage <laughs> of a prepubescent boy? Well, I mean, you know, you do what you got to do, man. Do you gotta, I mean, you're that dedicated to your craft, bro. Yeah. And when to be fair, handsome, you get away with it. And it was Adam Sandler, so. And it was you know. good. It was good looking skinny Alec Baldwin, right? Yeah. Yeah. He mm-hmm. was so dreamy back then. Yeah. That was like, yeah, that was Hunt for Red October, Jack Ryan, Alec Baldwin. Yeah. Yeah, he really let himself go. <laughs> no, it's called aging, Bob. No, it's, it's I, called I mean, aging. I think, I think he did kind of let himself go, though, like to an extent. Yeah, like he got he still heavy. Look bad. No, he he's just a, he's an attractive older man. Yeah, you know. I think he's he's gonna. Do, I think he's ahead of the game of being the new Shatner, the new Adam West, where he he can make fun of himself and he knows it's a gimmick. Like he becomes a caricature of himself. He can he can go into that caricature a lot faster than they seem to have accepted. Yeah, like he's Shatner that temper and West, of his, though, he's going to get in the way. Yeah, yeah. I don't he's, think so. He's a crazy person. Yeah, he is insane. As long as he doesn't get any sass from his kids, he's okay. <laughs> or flight attendants who tell him to turn off his uh, words of electronics. Yeah, yeah. There's been so like, how is Alec Baldwin still famous? Like, why? It's just because. Like people, he's so handsome, and he's white. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> handsome white man. Yeah. You know, Denzel can't do that. 
Nah, Denzel can't. I mean, Denzel makes Denzel shows up at one place looking weird, and there's still internet memes of him forever. Like they're never going to go away at that yeah. boxing match where he had his he looked like he had buck teeth, and people never forget that. <laughs> like, man, remember that one time Denzel wasn't real handsome? Remember that? Yeah, that was that weird. one time. That one time where he showed up at a boxing match and he was wearing a sweatsuit and a hat, and he looked and he had big teeth. Remember that? Ah, that was weird. Nope, but Alec Baldwin can just do whatever he wants. Well, look at Brad Pitt. I mean, he's this scruffy guy that has to be told to take a shower, right, when he's not working. Yeah, but when you're that pictures, that's because you, people want to watch him take a shower. That's yeah, why. Yes, yes, well, Brad, take a shower. And he's just tired of it. He's just tired of people making him taste like, dude, stop, stop watching me in the shower. I'm, you know what? I'm just not going to do it anymore. I'm just, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. He just, you see him with these, you know. Candid, you know, catches or whatever the the what do you call the paparazzi's catch him with, <laughs> and uh, I candid have no catches. Idea what the candid <laughs> catches, great show. Yes, Alan Fun with the candid catches. Yeah, Alec Baldwin will host candid catches. That'll be his show. <laughs> All right, I'm done. Time was a man could misspeak on a riverboat and not even have to put up with this bullshit. <laughs> Hello. Is the internet the riverboat now? <laughs> Quite yes. possibly. Time was I could just Time. make anything a riverboat. <laughs> Time was a man could take a riverboat to a foreign planet with his son and enjoy a little camping trip out in the, the wilds of the nature. That looks strangely like Northern California. <laughs> yes. I just kept thinking that um, while watching this, that Luke Skywalker was just going to fly through on a speeder at any time. Whoa, what's yeah. that? Actually, the description reminded me a lot of uh, Predators. <laughs> like, yeah, they land on a planet with no wildlife, really, except for, like, mosquitoes and plants or whatever. Everything that All was right. there was put there by the Predators. Great movie. Great movie. So, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah. So, uh, so far, it's kind of boring. It's a boring start. They're doing science yeah. projects and stuff. And, like, your boy, uh, Quark, is trying. He's like, yeah, man, I'm trying real hard to get my stuff on your monitors while he's rubbing. Now, now let me ask you a question. When he, they get to the planet, the heat and, and the irritation on his lobes mm. are, are flaring up. Is that the equivalent to, like, jock itch? Mm-hmm. I think it's allergies more than anything, right? I, th- I think so. It's, it's almost like uh, it's, it's a combination of like between His shock eczema. itch and you know, like a heat rash or something that he's getting. So that would be like getting a heat rash on your junk because that's his erogenous zone. Kinda. Exactly. You know, I just I don't remember you know enjoy. Well, actually, yeah, I do. Never mind. I was going to say rubbing you know kind of cr- rubbing cream on my thighs, but yeah, never. Mind. Ferengi gold bond. Yes, I mean that's what he needs some gold bond, baby, to put between his uh, Ferengi lobes so they don't shake. Shaquille O'Neal is going to come there, <laughs> give him some gold bond. Because I know see, he, that's what they always used to say when you're out in the heat like that. You got to put some gold bond on your uh, ding dong so you don't chafe. Well, see, the problem is he doesn't have the little uh, neck curtain. It's true. No, you know, he's curtain. the one Ferengi that. Does, so the bugs are just all up on that shit. Yeah, but you think if you're going to go out to a place like this, you would want to have your erogenous zone covered in some way, shape, or form, right? Yeah, they got That's, those head curtains going the wrong way. They, <laughs> they need to go forward. <laughs> Because I mean, like, yeah. Because think about that. Like, that's essentially their 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 ninos and their <laughs> the what <laughs> their ninos, their punanis, right? So, like, <laughs> you got to cover that stuff up. Those that's your ding ding, you know. You got to zone. Yeah, you got to protect that stuff. That's I your. It, I don't think it's a swimsuit area. 
I don't think it's a one-to-one correlation. I'm getting some stranger danger out of this episode. <laughs> That's right, canteen boy. <laughs> no, no, go get me some more of that ear cream. Uh, canteen boy, nobody has better lobes than you do. <laughs> I've been rubbing this lotion on for five whole minutes now. That's right, canteen boy. <laughs> Come share my space sleeping bag, Canteen Boy. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so I mean, like, I don't know. I'm just saying if those are, I mean, that's that's their pleasure areas. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. And their primary pleasure areas? I don't know. I think they still have ding-dings. You got to look into that. I mean, you don't rub his ears. There's no source material here. We're going to have to come up with something. (laughs) I'm I'm just thinking you you don't rub his fucking ears and then he sneezes and you're pregnant nine months later. You know, I mean, I don't know how it works. I've never seen a mate. Have you seen Ferengi? Ben probably has seen Ferengi's mate. (laughs) Ferengi porn. In his dreams. Oh, no. You just don't go to the right websites, lad. (laughs) I'm looking it up right now for science. Science! Are you looking up Ferengi ding-dings? I didn't look up. Ding yes, dings. Google Fringy Ding Dings. Like that. That's gonna work, Ben. Come on. Or is is that like is, a, is Google run by like six year olds? We're using you know safe words for Ferengi genitalia. Because well, I mean, I don't know if they have pants genitalia. I just thought it was all up here. I mean, I don't... <laughs> they're headcocks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, Klingons have you know the ridges for her pleasure, but. They mm-hmm. still have two ding-dings. So. That's right. I'm glad you admitted that, Ben. That yes. takes a lot. Finally. It's now canon. It only yeah. took six years. <laughs> I just, I mean, after a while, I just wear down. It's just like, yeah, fine. All right, they got, they got all the ding-dings. Fine. That's fine. Like, whatever, guys. Just please just leave me alone. <laughs> just, <laughs> Picard has a fucking monkey heart. Got it. That's true, heart. though. He's a, a robot, robot monkey heart. heart. Yeah. I mean, come on, Ben. You saw the episode. He got stabbed right in the chest. Yep. And they were still able to save him. They did. He, he laughed. He did. I mean, because that's what I'd be like, oh, wow, I'm totally dead. What does it say? Do they have actual genitalia or is I that it? I haven't found anything yet, but there's an entire thread on Reddit that's just on Star Trek. What do all the major species do Vulcan dick? Like? I'm looking down. Do Vulcan <laughs> dicks look like ours minus the completely illogical human tendency to circumcise? Interesting. Do, do Klingon vaginas have thorns to prevent their mates from pulling out? Does Q even have a wang? <laughs> these are things that keep these are things that keep me up at night, man. Yeah, I don't think Q does because that's just a he form can, he's he taken. Can have right? Any kind yeah. of wang, like, he can have like a like a, a kraken down there for all he cares. Just all kinds of tentacles and weird yeah. things coming out. And of course, yeah, Klingons have ridges. Yeah, blah blah blah. Okay, we I mean, made that on, joke baby. fucking six years ago. Get yeah. it, catch up. <laughs> come on, Reddit, get your shit together. Fucking Reddit. I mean, yeah. I love Reddit, upvote us, but... You know, I don't know how Reddit time. works. I don't, just, I don't know how to Reddit. Yeah, it seems scary to me, so I don't mess with it. the one thing I got right was Reddit. I, all the other stuff I don't get, but I can Reddit the fuck... Except on Black People Twitter, I was, I was told to <laughs> shut my honky ass. You should. Shut your honky ass mouth or something like that. And I'm like, what the fuck? Who says honky anymore? And is that supposed to insult me? It's, it's not, not, it's, I can't believe across George Jefferson's yeah. Twitter. <laughs> George <laughs> Jefferson has a Twitter handle, and it was all because I was complaining about Chipotle and uh, the fact that they they fucked up my order that time. Say what? Chipotle. Chipotle. You were complaining about Chipotle on Black Twitter. Well, somebody had, had showed how they had ordered their Chipotle, and and people were giving them shit like, "Oh, you're the reason that blah blah blah." And then I 
you know, somebody said that, you know, these people work hard. And you, you know, if you go have a big order, you should call ahead. And I said, well, motherfucker, I did call ahead. And they said, your order will be ready in 45 minutes. Great. I go over there in 50 minutes and they're like, oh, yeah, we've been real busy. So we have to start it right now. Oh, that's not good. That's bad. It's business like, motherfucker, I could have come over here 45 like, minutes oh, ago. We're a little short on the E. coli right now. Can you, can you wait <laughs> yeah. a little bit? I, up a new I think I've gone back once, and it's because my son wanted to go, and it's just like, yeah, whatever. See, I'm not going to – I like Moe's more. I I'm, do. Moe's yeah. is great. Moe's but again, why, why are you complaining about this on the black people Twitter Reddit? Because How did you get to that, that point, I want to know? Like, <laughs> like, how, did you, how did you about tap into black America? Well, no, black people Twitter is the it's best It's full Twitter. of white people. It the, is full of white the people. The Reddit itself is full of white it, it's, people. It's, yeah, the Reddit of itself is full of white people who want an excuse to use the N-word. So they go to black people, <laughs> which is which is eighty percent of the internet. Let's be fair. Yeah. But at the same time, the actual black people on black people Twitter are far more entertaining than the white people on white people Twitter, which is called Twitter. But the the ethnic I thought you were talking Twitter about actual more. black Twitter. Well, no, the, like on Twitter. There's a well, no, that's where it all comes from. You hmm. for, so people. So you go people have special hashtags and everything to get in on that. So well, you see, go but, to a separate internet site to access Black Twitter on that you well, can just get like on the, Twitter. I mean, this is like the uh, like the Reader's Digest of Black. Right, you, you don't want to. Uh, right. Every other day, it's like Daquan fuck this white girl. Who cares? But if he does it in a funny way, that gets to <laughs> Black people Twitter, and it's entertaining. Okay, what was his name again? Daquan. 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 Okay. Daquan. <laughs> There's a whole series of memes about Daquan. Okay, I've never heard of this. Okay, all right, all right. Are the memes created by Pepe? <laughs> no. <laughs> the ra- I heard the racist frog is dead. I heard he's not around anymore. I heard they were trying to take that back. Yeah, the guy who created him is really bummed out, and I would be really bummed out too if I created something that turned into like yeah, a racist. When something becomes racist, it's hard to take it back. Yeah, it's, it's like, like yeah, you just keep that. It's I mean, like the swastika, you know, like the swastika wasn't originally a Nazi symbol. Was it appropriated? Sound like a jerk. It's like the gaze and the rainbow. Like they took that, and that's theirs now, and that's fine. Yeah. They can have in it. In fact, in uh, Charleston, our minor league baseball team were the Rainbows. For the longest time, and then eventually they changed the team name. Yeah, like that's in the, 90s. the same thing with the rainbows out in Hawaii. Yeah, they were the rainbows, Warriors. and they had to change yeah. it. Like, and now we're just the Warriors because the gays ruined it. It's like really, it's man, really. I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Just, but it is a funny sub- subreddit. It's entertaining. I, I upvote a lot of things there. Yeah, it's my my it's for your social justice. Like, yeah. I, Daquan, up that up. was a funny meme. You get an upvote. <laughs> don't don't judge me. I'm already judging you, Ben. It, it, it's, uh, look, I, I can see it in both of your eyes. Like I'm looking at the monitor. I can see you side by side, and the two of you are judging me for, for my online surfing habits. Oh, you've been I judged. Care. I mean, it doesn't matter, Ben. I mean, I don't care. I mean, I you, find... You're not judging me, but I'm just, I'm just saying Dennis and, we are. And, and, it's fine. and Jenny there. I admit it. But I mean, at least you have some, you know what, you may enjoy that, uh, but at least you have some kind of anchor to the black community, right? Exactly. You have... Or at least, you know, 20% black. Well, Ben's sons are... 80% is... uh, Oh, okay, I thought you meant on the Reddit. 80% of those people are white, so... No, but I'm talking (laughs) about, like, Ben has more, uh, I guess, of a reason to be there than... Yeah, but sometimes my kids are white AF. 
I mean, yeah, but you, just, yeah, but you're so, like, you're first off, you're too old to say AF. Just say just say as fuck, and we all know what you're saying. We're all adults here, Ben. Um, you could use that word. We have the little explicit thing next to the next okay, podcast. So this from as- the guy who was saying nay nay. <laughs> <laughs> Ding dong. That's because that's that was funny. <laughs> My for, ding oh, ding is hard value. AF. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean your sons are your sons and daughters are half black. So you have a at least you have some kind of uh, you're tethered to the community. It's like an army of little Obamas running around sometime. <laughs> I hope so. I hope for the best. Me I, too. I hope when we get the Cheeto out of office, one of them can I'm hoping you think my he's going to be in office that long? <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. This has been the longest seven months of my whole life. Oh, my God. Has it only been seven months? <laughs> Jesus. But anyway, back to Trek. So we're on a camping trip. Bugs are after the Ferengi. And uh, what is it? I, like all camping trips, you know, a strange woman runs up and... Well, Cisco touched Nog inappropriately, and he ran off into the woods. Hello, canteen and boy. And then Jake chased after him. To, it's like, no, no, it's okay. Dad doesn't mean anything when he touches your ding-ding. And so, you know, your Ferengi, it doesn't count. He's normal AF, bro. He's not going to mess with you. So come back RN. But uh, so they run off into the woods, and then shortly after that, yeah, some strange chick comes running out of the woods with... Uh, you know, arboreal ears and yeah, she's got really weird ears. It's like little ladders to heaven or something on like the side. She's got like uh, she's got uh, goes through the traveler hair. Yeah. Yes. Yep. And the holes in her ears are square. Yeah, she doesn't have like I know it's like they forgot and she couldn't hear them say their lines. So like the Westmoreland had to run out with a pair of scissors and just kind of cut a hole. <laughs> That's probably true. <laughs> oh crap! We forgot now, that. Now they'll She's always get your like cues. It. All right, run in there. Go, go, huh? go. Do it, do it. What's that? Hello? Why are you waving at me? Oh, oh. I should. God damn it. I told you guys to leave some ear holes in these stupid thing. She does the thing where she's like, guys, watch this. And she holds her nose and kind of blows and they inflate. It's really impressive. That'd be fun. I'd watch that. Now, who is the actress who's playing this? She's very familiar. Is I can't... Yeah, she's like a character actress. I thought she was. um, She was in Herman's Head. Okay, okay, that's okay. All right. She's been like in a bunch of things. She's she's like that uh, that mom that walks in for a couple of scenes in a movie or something like that. You know. Okay. Yeah, because I was trying to place her for. She looked like a a poor man's Tracy Gold. Oh. I can okay. see that, yeah. Like a well-fed, not made fun of by Kurt Cameron, Tracy Gold, because that's what happened to her. Let's just be honest. Like Tracy Gold, her self-esteem issues came from Kurt Cameron calling her fat all the time. It's because she didn't have Jesus in her heart. Well, this was she before Kurt that Cam- a banana. Well, Was he all jesus back then? Nah, nah. This is probably what led him to that, because, I mean, like, he kind of ruined her life, and then he was like, golly, I'm a real dickhead. Well, he, uh, he was in Jesus mode during uh, growing. That happened growing later. Things. That happened later, but not when he was making fun of her for being fat, I don't think. Uh, so it would have been back, what, during uh, He probably, years? you know what? He probably accepted Jesus when Leonardo DiCaprio showed up because he's like, fuck, this guy's way more talented and handsome <laughs> than I am. I need some help. <laughs> Lord <laughs> Jesus. This is DiCaprio. This DiCaprio kid, he's probably going to get an Oscar first movie out the gate. So, so I got, I got, I got to do something. 
I got to align myself with a holier power because CAA ain't going to do it for me anymore. Jesus, please, please help me. <laughs> Why did you send this devil to test me? <laughs> <laughs> this handsome devil with a crazy name. And once again, the Star Trek connection boner is the son of Chekhov. Yes, exactly. He's you dead. just wanted to say boner again. What was his name? Boner Estebone or something like that? <laughs> Estebone. Estebone. <laughs> From the Estebone family. Well, he it was, was his. He, and Alan Thicke came up with that name. <laughs> and then they went camping. But. Uh, Hello, canteen boy. Hello, Estebone. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so uh, this lady runs in and she blasts um, Cisco with some mind bullets. <laughs> well, it's like her heart light. Yeah, you know, turn on your hard lights. Yes, Neil Diamond shows up and he gets a residual for that one. He's like, that's mine. You guys owe me some money. <laughs> and then he just walks out and they're like, where did Neil Diamond come up? Ladies and gentlemen, Neil Diamond. That's why the episode was so well received because Neil Diamond showed up. Like, wow. Those this cameos. Deep, this Deep Space Nine has it all. Now, is he wearing the, the uh, like in Saving Silverman when he had kind of like the safari jacket? This, now, I would say this is probably more shiny suit, crazy Neil Diamond. Okay. Yeah. So I'd like yeah. that. I just thought camping, he'd have kind of the, the light brown. Now he's still wearing jacket. shiny suits and screaming yeah. and stuff. Brothers! <laughs> yeah, he's, he's crazy. <laughs> this is crazy Neil Diamond. Gotcha. Um, the best Neil Diamond, though. Yes, 90s Neil Diamond is pretty awesome. There's a record that he has. It's like a live album. It's called like Live in America, and it's all recorded in like the early 90s. And he's fucking insane. Like, he does a version of Red Red Wine in it where he raps. Like, Neil Diamond is rapping. It is amazing. Like, it's the best thing in the whole wide world. And he does it reggae. He does it reggae style because Neil Diamond's version of Red Red Wine is very slow. It's a very slow acoustic song. It's it's completely different. Compared so he, to UB40s? Yes, compared is, to UB40s, which is, you know, white slow. guy reggae. Yeah. Was it UB40, but I'd be number one? Yes, UB40, I'd be number one, or something like that. And he's nuts, and it's amazing. Um, but yeah, so uh, yeah, this is definitely crazy, Neil. So now seeing this, you know, between the Neil Diamond cameo and Cisco getting knocked on his ass, Quark immediately surrenders. Yeah. <laughs> but he does kind of an honorable thing. Like he says, hey, we're the only two here. Like oh, yeah. saving, mm-hmm. saving yeah. Jake and uh, Nog, <clears throat> which is kind of cool. And then um, I'm well, also that's a, that's a, I'm thinking a negotiatory tactic, isn't it? I mean, that you know, just don't give away your hand up front. Yeah, you could look at it either way. I mean, maybe a little bit of both. Um, but I would like to think that Cork's a good dude deep down inside. I like Cork. I think this episode kind of shows that. I was surprised how quickly Cisco got up. And the annoyance on his face, he's like, what the fuck, lady? Like, it, was, it was so unclear what actually happened to him. Yes, because I thought he got blasted for real. And I was like, oh, shit, he's yeah. fucked up. And then he just got up. He's like, lady, what? And he's like dusted himself off. Like, what are you doing to me? Like, what's yeah. your problem? Because I've seen some, some clips or some episodes that have Dominion people in it before, and they never did anything like that. So I had yeah. no idea what was going on. Yeah. I thought she, she had some kind of special weapon. She threw a shoe at him. Mind bullets. Yeah. She's like, who, who throws a shoe? I mean, who throws a shoe? I mean, honestly. She had an Iraqi reporter or something? <laughs> <laughs> who does that? Who does that? I mean. Rookie, what do you want? Go away. But, uh, so, yeah, she's like, oh, you know, are they here yet? Blah, blah, blah. 
have you seen him? Are you, you know, and they're like, who the fuck are you talking about? It's like, oh, if you haven't seen him, you better run. And then the predators show up. Yeah. Because they definitely like use that predator technology and they just show up and then boom, they're surrounded by these weird looking aliens that we've never seen before. The Jim Hadar. The Jim Hadar. They have really great makeup. Like they look like dinosaur heads. Mm-hmm. Like they were really rad. Like I was surprised how cool they looked. Do you remember the the hunted guy back from was it first season? Was his name? It wasn't Bosk. I'm, I'm mixing that. It was, but there was the guy. Oh, Tosk. Yeah. Tosk. Tosk. Thank yeah. You. He kind of looked like maybe similar. A little. He's more lizardy. I yeah. Thought. This guy's more. Yeah. These dudes are definitely more dinosaur looking. Well, but it's just like maybe the Gamma Quadrant has more lizardy folks, kind of a maybe. thing. Like they look like the uh, the negative image of the Klingons. Oh. Kinda. Okay. I can kind of see that. I mean, for Tosk was kind of like a, a stripped down version of this, like a you know not as badass. He wasn't like warrior mm-hmm. class. Yeah, and well, these Tosk guys looked are, like Bosk from uh, from uh, Empire. Empire Strikes Back. That's where I got Bosk <laughs> from. Okay, thank yeah. you. But uh, yeah, so these guys, the Jim Hadar. I can't remember us ever hearing the name Jim Hadar before, but we have heard Dominion yeah. multiple times, and that that's been over the like. I was actually surprised how early on we heard references to the Dominion. Yeah, because yeah. they're planting the seeds for like Since the first whole season. story arc. Yeah. yeah, they've been sprinkling it just Dominion. ever so lightly. Dominion. I mean, so, but nobody really warned them like appropriately that hey, <laughs> you know, the Dominion will fuck your shit up. <laughs> yeah, the Gem Hadar will roll in. They got little personal cloaking devices. It's like who the fuck? How do you not tell us about the Gem Hadar? Yeah. I mean, all the people who've mentioned them before, you say, oh, by the way, they've got this badass army called the Jim Hadar. Yeah. With a badass name, Jim Hadar. Yeah. yeah. And which were like a follow on. This was like the continuation of Jim and the Holograms. I was about to look that up. Yeah. There was Jim Hadar. Was, there was a connection there. There is. There, yeah. okay. they're both so were they H. fighting a war with the Misfits who thought their songs were better? It was a truly outrageous war. Yes. Um, the EMA they led by Synergy up. is where they got all their information. I know too much about Jim. <laughs> I was going to say you're, you, you With, now no, yeah, they, uh, on one of the cable channels we used to have. When I woke up in the morning, uh, Transformers and GI Joe would be on, oh. and so I'd watch that. And then immediately after that, came, Jim came on. And well, so was Jim supposed to be like the the girl GI Joe. I mean, it wasn't no. like G.I. Joe, but it was like how we had G.I. Joe for half an hour and then the girls would get Jim for it. was the same so. style of well, animation. It was on Saturday mornings when I, I was a kid. It, oh, I thought it came on around the like it was like G.I. Joe, Thundercats, and Jim were all no, in the I think I think we had to get through Jim to get to the tick or something like that. Like my sister would want to watch Jim. See, I thought Jim was an but, afternoon show. I was thinking it was afternoon. Maybe, maybe just but I mean, station well, or in my market, it was oh, yeah. Saturday morning. Yeah, they very well could be. So, Jim Hadar and the holograms, <laughs> uh, they they show up, and then when we come back, we're now in a, a ring of power, and uh, Quark is yelling for help, annoying everybody. Uh, yeah. Was it the uh, the chick saves Cisco from touching the uh, force field because it'll kill you because yes. everything about Jim Hadar will... Uh, you don't want you. none of that force field, Dewey. It'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> I think I do. So she's got this uh, 
psychic power inhibitor, kind of like something you'd put on Jean Grey to uh, keep her from using her power to escape. And so we've got to uh, get her out of that. So Cisco starts trying to, to yeah, get this the house. Like days off. of future past future. Yes. Yeah. Days of really future future. In the past. In the past. But it's actually the future. Our past the future. God, you guys are blowing our minds again. Stop it. Bro, I just, um, geez, bro, I'm so fucking baked. You just fucking blow. <laughs> Crazy. It's like Rachel Summers Phoenix is looking for you, but then she goes back in time and she meets Jean Grey Phoenix with her fucking brain explosion. But she's really dead. Bro! And it's Madeline Pryor Phoenix. There's too many Phoenixes. There are. How does Josh Brolin fit into all this? He's he's Cable. Oh. But Thanos. Oh, yes. No, I thought he was Thanos. He is. He's yeah. both. He just wants that money, baby. Greedy. I mean, fuck. I just, One CGI. Just, yeah, we watched his movie last night, so then we looked up Josh Brolin things, and Cable haircut came up. Yes, he's Cable and he's Thanos, but it's like... And he's Jonah Hex. Yeah, that's true, too. <laughs> yeah. And it's, I mean, those three will never meet, so what does it matter? He's just going to get paid. Mm-hmm. And he didn't that's make it... I was always concerned about the fanta- the original, well, not the original, but the Fantastic Four with Chris Evans as Johnny Storm. Yeah. When he became Captain America, it's like, what Fantastic Four? What if they meet Captain America? Then I learned about the rights issues, yeah. and it was like, oh wait, they'll never meet. Yeah. Okay, it's fine. and uh, you know and they, not- they will never make any more Fantastic Four movies, which uh, is a they shame. They never. Now, I'm, I'm sure they will. They'll make uh, another one. I, hope, I mean, eventually. I mean, they made another Spider-Man movie. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, but that looks really awesome, uh, dude. Spider, the first Spider-Man movie looked really awesome with Tobey Maguire, and it was really awesome. So this is like we got Iron really Man awesome. in, in this. The second one was amazing, and, yeah, and everything was amazing. Everybody loves that uh, amazing Spider-Man movie with that one dude, uh, the handsome British dude. Oh, uh, Andrew, Andrew those Garfield. amazing Spider-Man movies. They weren't bad. I didn't they see them. Great. I didn't see them either. Because I mean, like, I just didn't care, and that's kind of what I'm going into with this new Spider-Man movie. It's like I don't care. I mean, was, how young and hot can you make Aunt May? I mean, let's be real. I mean, come on, baby. Well, this thing, she's not that young. She's in her fifties. Yeah, but I mean, like, Aunt May is not supposed to be a fucking hot ass Marissa Tomei. Well, she is now. I'm no, okay. Aunt, I can go back and look at the comics, and that is not Aunt May's yeah, old that's woman. What, that's what a fifty-year-old woman looked like back in the sixties. Yeah, I don't even think she was that's fifty. A hard life. <laughs> they always played her older than that. I thought, like, yeah, the, I always thought she was supposed to be like his great aunt. I always thought that bitch was like on death's door. Like she was ninety yeah. years old. They always made her look way too old. Aunt, aunt May. Yeah, I just like she should have known Doctor Octopus was up to something. We try to marry her. <laughs> Just coming out of that. They trying to spend the hot twilight years together. (laughs) Made an octopus arm with a dildo on it. No, she don't care about that, man. She just don't want to die alone. That's why she got married. That's her thing. I need to pinch it. I think she is younger now, though, in the comics than she used to be. I don't know. I just know the last time I was reading, she was still gray-haired Aunt May, and like yeah. it, it's not like she's, she's married Martin. to, uh, or she's she, married to J. Jonah Jameson's dad, or yeah, something she was like married that. to J. Jonah Jameson's dad. Yeah, Jesus. At my last reading of, I don't know what Aunt May is doing now. 
I kind of fell out of the Spider-Man books for a while. Um, See, I always thought Jake Jonah Jameson. Miles Morales is much better. The Miles Morales book is good. I like that. But that's young Spider-Man. But even the the uh, Doc Ock Spider-Man was really good. Uh, superior Spider-Man. Yes. So that's just that's just that. that's just us. I'm just looking forward to the movie. I mean, whatever. I'm not hating on you. I don't. I, don't I, I watched the Saturday. Michael morning Keaton shows. looks pretty awesome as a Vulture. Yeah. Even though I, I, I don't think they... he's old enough. Like the Vulture, another character should be really old. Well, Michael Keaton's pretty fucking old. I think we're all just looking at this through the lens of like we're getting kind of old, <laughs> and like we don't want to accept the fact that like the people in the movies are just slightly older than us. <laughs> I mean, I was thinking Kevin Costner was too young to be Pa Kent. That's good casting. Sixties. That's good casting. No. Glenn I mean, Ford will always be Pa Kent to me. Um, <clears throat> I didn't see this movie, so I don't care. You didn't see what the original Superman? Movie? I mean, I saw the original Superman. Yes, that one's good, but I'm talking about the Paul Kent Kevin Costner one. I don't care. Okay. Like, I just don't Good. give a You're shit. Fine. You've not missed anything. That's yeah. what I've heard. <laughs> I got to see that Wonder Woman, though. Yeah. That's really good. I got to see it. It's a great movie. The greatest movie of the 21st century. Oh, calm down. All right, Ben. So anyway, back on the greatest episode of DS9 that we've watched so far. Yeah. Um, they uh, finally, what was it, Quark? It just keeps on yammering and yammering for help and assistance. And finally Quark gets real, uh, he gets, I think Quark had a Twitter account for this episode because he gets real kind of political fast on, yeah. uh, on Cisco. He's like, you know what? You guys are fucking dicks. And hashtag thread. Hashtag thread number four. <laughs> like, you know what? We didn't have, you know, you guys are always looking down at us, but we didn't have slavery and concentration camps and all these wars and shit. So we didn't, we didn't land on Plymouth did. Rock. <laughs> Plymouth Rock landed on us. No, yeah. We're just greedy. I mean, we didn't land on so Plymouth bad? Rock. We just optioned it for a four-year lease, <laughs> <laughs> then evicted the tenants and re-leased we it. We just sold it out for money, your ass, and turned a. Ten percent profit on it. I mean, don't hate us because you dumb. But yeah, so he, he yeah. So but then he, he that, but. but then he still does Cisco's bidding. So it's just yeah. like just shut up and do it. Yeah, I'm still trying to figure out where Cisco got that hairpin from. Because he he's he's picking at the lock with like a a, a, a pin or something, and I'm like, they took your communicator. They maybe she know, has a hairpin hidden in that uh, that weird haircut of hers. I'm just got to keep that up. Yeah. yeah, I just think it's a standard Starfleet pokey stick that they keep like in in, the, in, the, in, in their butt. butt. Yeah, or either in their butt or in the hem of the. Hang on, let me get let me get my subdermal pouch. <laughs> Ew, no, get that away from me! Every, it's okay. It's from Starfleet. See, it's got the little arrowhead symbol, which hurts All right. like fuck when you pull it out. <laughs> It's easy uh, going in, very difficult to pull out. And then while this stuff is going on, we get kind of like uh, the young adventures of Nog and Jake. They're trying to yeah. figure stuff out, and they're like, hey, look, there they are. But let's not go near there. Let's go back to the ship, which is a really good idea. I thought yeah. so. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought it's it was really – better sensors than their tricorders, right? Yeah, so they go back up to the ship, and they try the obvious – I mean, they've clearly seen a lot of episodes of Star Trek because they're like, well, let's just find them and beam them up. <laughs> You know, and they're like, yeah, that doesn't work this time. And like, really, the one time in what 400 episodes that just find him and be him doesn't work. Yeah. 
Well, they've got they got shields on, and that's established. You can't beam through shields. Can't beam through shields. Yes, I know. But I'm just and, saying, uh, I thought it was funny that they were like, "Hey, let's just beam them up." Which I mean, it was a good try. No, it was really smart. Yeah, you know, for kids. But then it's like, oh, that didn't work. So let's go get help. Let's tear apart the ship instead. Well, yeah. So start randomly unplugging things. Food fight. You got a hot wire. The uh, runabout. Yeah, let's start taking circuits out. Let's do it. It possibly calls a uh, you know nuclear meltdown. Yeah, and it makes me wonder too. Like as many people on this show that have stolen roundabouts, um, just taking them, yeah. no problems, flown them into stars, done all kinds of crazy shit, like got himself killed. Uh, they just don't know how to hotwire it. Like they don't know the passcode, but everybody else seems to know it. Yeah, yeah. That that kid Jake or whatever. He took one from the Enterprise, right? Yeah. Everybody takes them. Like, they just get in on board and just take off. I mean, Beverly like, stole one that one time. I mean, just think about, just think about in DS9 itself, how many people have just taken, you know, runabouts and just been like, cool, all right, yeah, I'm going to go fly this. Uh, what the, 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 the weird people with the dumb faces and that mean lady. Remember her? Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't that, I mean, that might be why they put the security code on these. I mean, come on, like, baby. You know, we we figured out the problem. We, Protected we, by fiber. Yes. Stand back. <laughs> Apparently, the code is one two three four five. That's the same combination I have on my luggage. <laughs> it's crazy. That's uh, that's from Spaceballs, and then Nick yes. Manis pulls up his mask. That's something an idiot would have on his luggage, and then President Screw walks in and he says the exact line. <laughs> that's that's Spaceballs. That's how my life works. Yeah. <laughs> we ain't found shit. Not Sam Jackson. That was the hot rumor <laughs> for a long time that that was Samuel no, Jackson. Tim, Tim Russ. Yes. It, and he also hasn't found his latte yet. Fuck that guy. Still waiting for his latte. Soy I, chai latte. Not looking forward to that show at all. <laughs> See, I, I want to do that. I want to yell out, hey, Tim, did you find your, your soy chai latte? And he could that's respond, a soy. We ain't found shit. That's a soy chai. That's soy. Soy. Yes, Tim, it's soy. Jesus Christ. I would totally give him whole milk. I'd have been like, yeah, buddy. Get out my face. Yeah, panel later. Yeah. <laughs> During their band performance. Yeah, their shitty band performance. Uh, I must have got regular milk in my latte. That's why I've got diarrhea. Sorry, I had to cancel the performance. I can't perform because I shit myself. Because <laughs> the guy at Starbucks <laughs> gave me regular milk as opposed to the soy milk like I wanted. So I have irritable bowel syndrome and I've been shitting all over myself for like two days, guys. I'm sorry, I'm going to have to cancel my appearance. But you can still come up and have your photo op take with me. I'll just be sitting on the can. <laughs> You go to the handicap stall. Yeah. You get the whole photo thing set up, and you're like, <laughs> stand next to him. Just stick your head in. <laughs> we'll edit this out later. Don't worry. You know, we'll, we'll fix that in post. Yeah, we got Photoshop. Yeah, yeah. We're not doing any of that stuff here. Take your picture of me on the can. Well, you know, the tile is green, so it's it's just like mm-hmm. having a green screen. You'll just edit it right out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just. Wait, he's, he's grimacing. He's bearing down on one. Hold on. We got to let that pass. <laughs> let, it, let it pass. As uh, right. negative as the incidental encounters were with Tim Russ at that show, seeing Susie Blackson walk out of that room, it was a magical moment. <laughs> I, I can't, like, I want to go to, like, Vegas Con. Yeah. 
I would love to go to that just to see it. I there's mean, something to be, yeah. There's something to be said about a small con like that. Yeah, where these people they can't get around without you running into them. Yeah, <laughs> well, it was it was nice that we were you know like getting just some sodas at the bar or whatever before we took off, and in walks you know Riker and Jordy. Yeah, and then you know Data comes in a little bit later. It's just like. <laughs> We're at ten forward. <laughs> no, Ben, those are real people. Yeah. No, 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 no. They're not. They're no. in uniform and everything. This no. is a holodeck episode. A, I agree with Ben. It was a holodeck episode. That was. I mean, like, I really enjoyed the Star Trek convention. I thought it was cool. It's really different. Like, just people listening to people tell stories and like watching Bre- uh, uh, Data hit on Manny's lady friend at the time was really funny. <laughs> and seeing how tall Jonathan Frakes is. Yes, he's a very tall fellow. Very large man. But I would love to go to the Vegas show just because you know there's probably weird sex going on. Of course there is. <laughs> like, you know, I want to just see that. Like a bunch of dudes Green. like a bunch of dudes and ladies banging wearing like communicators. Green chicks. Hey. Yeah. So but whatevs. Yeah. And then, you know, a bunch of Harley Quinns for no reason. Yeah. Well, of course, you can't have – I mean, they just hear the word convention and a bunch of Harley Quinns show up yeah. with their toddlers on leashes. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go win a contest. <laughs> hey, Mr. J. <laughs> I'm Daddy's little troublemaker. I got my hammer right here. It's my penis. Ayo. <laughs> I think I'm mixing up shows here. I think that's Harlan Quinn. <laughs> I'm here for the uh, Captain Harley Hammer, <laughs> Captain Hammer cosplay. <laughs> <laughs> My name's Lucretia Adams. I'm just wondering. You know, has this thing got like a top prize or something? Am I gonna eat tonight? I don't. Really- you know, is you know, I'll take a gift certificate to the Quincy's Steakhouse or even Golden Corral. <laughs> Tonight's ribeye night, and I know they have Quincy's. Quincy's. <laughs> they have the big fat yeast roll. Yeah. Yes. yes that, I think that was a regional thing. I don't know if they have Quincy's up this far. I know my wife still talks about the commercials because she still tells it's me big about the fat yeast roll. roll. I've heard about that so many times. I, when I was life. a kid, I would take them and just break them in half and just like shove the yeast roll over my nose and mouth and inhale. <laughs> because it's just there was you'd get high off that shit. It was great. That, Is that your fetish? Maybe yeast. <laughs> That's how I got my first yeast infection. Money yeast. was sitting there and he said, "Hey, Lucretia, try try the yeast roll." I shoved it up my twat. It was it was a magical <laughs> it was a magical night. <laughs> I'm glad to see that, you know, Ben, you've bought into this. As long as you do an accent, you can say whatever you want. It's true. Because normal voice Ben does not say stuff like that. No, he can't. He, and, and, like, if we said stuff like that, he would look at us like, fool, yeah. the nerve. That's I can't be- believe I'm on this podcast. That's because, you know, the, the little bitty boy, he's a pussy. I, I was telling Marty, I was like, you know, I listen to this show. It's pretty good. But then the pussy comes on and it ruins everything. I like the first, since we're kind of doing like a little bit of a retrospective here, I remember the first two years of doing the podcast live together, it would just be Ben going. Face to, there's actually Facebook post with that. <laughs> it's just like, oh, geez. 
Like, I can't believe it. Yeah. But anyway. You guys sullied me. Yeah, this is a great. I mean, we do great things do on this podcast. Ew. <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, where oh are we? God, I can't do that voice anymore. It's hard. <laughs> oh, Jesus. You need some whiskey? I do. What and like two packs a day. Mm-hmm. So they ma- so they managed to escape. The yes, three managed to escape. Because, of course, the Ferengi is going to be able to pick a lock. Yes. And, but then I guess while all this stuff is going on, um, the Odyssey? Yes. The, the Odyssey. Starship hit, Odyssey. The Starship Odyssey has docked to Deep Space Nine. Well, even before that, the one Jem Hadar dude goes to DS9. Yeah, the guy, who's, he just shows up. yeah the guy who's really pissed off that there's no Klingons. Because yeah. he, he doesn't believe that they have two dicks and four balls, and he wants to see it for himself. Yeah. Um, I think he just wants to meet the Duras sisters. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I heard they got some big-ass titties, baby. <laughs> uh, he shows up at DS9, and then he, he says some scary stuff, and he threatens, like, yeah, yeah, we done killed everybody over on that side. Baby. He just walks out of the containment field. Yeah. <laughs> what what else you got? They're, they're pretty oh, PA. Hey, here's, a, here's a data pad from your colony. I done yeah, killed they, all of them. They're yeah. pretty tough fighters. You'd be proud of them. They're dead, though. I mean, they're no Klingons, but, you know. Yeah, I thought I was, thought I was, was going to meet me some Klingons. He's almost got, like, a weird fetish about it, but it's very mm-hmm. cool. It just goes to show you how much they know about the other side. And he's like, what about those Kardashians? Don't, I heard they like fucking black dudes in my right. <laughs> like, no, no, no. They're Kardashians. It's like, oh, whatever. <laughs> Well, I heard they like fucking big black guys too. <laughs> yeah, that's why uh, Goldie likes Cisco so much. <laughs> He's always trying to put him up. Well, literally. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so then the, the Odyssey shows up, and then they and their captain's a real salty piece of shit. Yeah, but this is supposed to be this He's is an like enterprise captain overacting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Captain Jellico. You mix him with uh, Colonel Henry Potter. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not a very nice guy. guy. No. But he's all about the business, and he gives him three hours to get everything he, ready. He's nicer than his first officer, though. Mm. Do you yeah. notice who his first officer was? Michael Jace. Michael Jace. Who <laughs> was on the shield who shot his wife. Yeah. Oh. Was, yes, he killed his wife. I didn't watch The Shield. It was great. No, that wasn't in the show. That's in real life. Yeah, that's in real funny. life. Oh, Jesus. Like, yes, he murdered his wife. Wow. Yeah, so we have a wife murderer in this episode. Yeah. <laughs> and I saw, that's the first thing I said, too. Hey, it's Julian, who shot his wife. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, hey, Kira, I hear you got a body count. I thought he was gay. <laughs> no, he's just a murderer. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so uh, very interesting that they they decide to take the Odyssey over to the other side and go rescue Cisco. Yes. Because, you know, we got this is a galaxy class. This is like the Enterprise D. This is, you know, their big badass ship. Yeah. How many of these so, things do they have in the fleet? Uh originally there were five contracted. I don't okay. know how many they actually made. Okay. Um well, one's already blown up. Now there's four. <laughs> no, yeah. now there's three. Oh two. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they went through these things were expensive, but they went through them pretty quick. Yeah. At this point, has the Enterprise blown up yet? Has it I crashed think this onto is just that before planet? That. Okay. I can't. Re- I don't know because this is is this after TNG ended? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think it's. I don't think I we're at the when did Generations come out? Ninety four. So maybe so next the, year. Yeah, next but are they filming it though? Because I think that's why they didn't. Because if you notice, they didn't use the Enterprise bridge set. 
We need yeah. those uh, star date continuity timelines or something. Yeah. I'll have to generate us up another one. I'm surprised you don't have this like committed memory, Ben. I Hang on. <laughs> that's when that's when the uh, the D crashes, right? Yeah. In uh, generations. Yeah. Yeah. Kirk dies. Starship crashes. Yeah, which is again, we don't need Kirk in that movie. It's a what? Well, we didn't a, need him to die like that. We just didn't need him in the movie. Is unnecessary. Hey, you can do time travel. Come back at the exact moment that you're going to almost fail again, or come back when he showed up the first time and shoot him in the head and be like, "Sorry, my bad." Or go back to when you died the first time <laughs> on the Enterprise B. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Go back when Soren showed up the first time. Yeah. Yeah. And just, you know, Kurt just walks in and they're like, Captain, I thought you were going down to the... He's like, I'm fine. Uh, that's a bad idea. <laughs> he pulls out a phaser and just blasts this guy. He's like, what the fuck, sir? You just killed a guy. I got it. Yeah. it, it I had reasons. You'll thank me in 80 no years. Yeah, this all <laughs> he, just, he just drops the phaser and walks in. They're like, Michael Corey owned this shit. What's he up? Gangster <laughs> as fuck. He's James Kirk's son. Oh, excuse me. So ben, so ben understands. He's gangster AF. Oh, Okay. There you go. Yeah. I got you. Millennial Ben. (laughs) I got you, fam. I got you, fam. (laughs) Now I just think you're a guy on uh, Arsenal TV. (laughs) (laughs) So, Jake, fam. It's blood, blood. I mean, it's cook blood. It's cook blood. He can do whatever he wants, blood. (laughs) So, Jake and Nog have have hot wired the runabout and are uh, making their escape. Yes. They're not going to take it to warp, so they're like, yeah, it's about five years to the wormhole. <laughs> well, I mean, they get, to be fair, they have to figure out how to drive it, which makes yeah. sense. I I totally was behind Jake on this, yeah. for, you know, because Nog's like, go to warp, and, and Jake is like, Let, let's figure out how to drive yeah, it. Yeah, let's first. fucking well, figure out. They have to find the parking brake, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> essentially, yes. Because <laughs> yeah, they, they were, you know, they couldn't even find the clutch. This thing was like, so. Stalled out twice, leaving orbit. It, it was embarrassing. Turns signals on the whole way. The whole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then they run. In, they run into the, um, I guess, the small armada that's coming for these dudes. And it's yeah. it's funny because it's this giant galaxy class starship and like three little runabouts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair though, the runabouts are a pretty good size if you. You know, compared to a galaxy class. No, I know, but it just looks funny. Yeah, that's it just what looks, I say. It, it's it, a pretty good size. Yeah, it look it looks like like you see the shark swimming in the ocean and like the little parasites that kind of swim next to them. Yeah, you know, to get the remoras. Yeah, that's what it reminded me of. Yeah, but, and then we just start having a space fight, which is pretty rad. Oh yeah, and the Jemadar man, they fucked up that Odyssey real fast. <laughs> yes, they yes, because <laughs> I. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say they can shoot right through the shields. They, uh, it's. I mean, it was pretty good uh, CGI work there. Yeah, they, they took out that nacelle. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah, they don't. It was, they, it yeah, was impressive. They, the 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 Dominion were not fucking around. Yeah. Meanwhile, O'Brien <laughs> takes the uh, the the hot wired uh, runabout and goes to you know save Cisco and. Uh, but Quark and the chick. Yeah, because as I'm watching this episode, I'm like, this has got to be a two-parter because this is not going well. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. the, the the Odyssey is getting its ass handed to it. I mean, how many how many Dominion ships were out there? Three? Three. 
There were three Dominion ships. Okay, yeah. so there's three Dominion ships. The Odyssey's getting beat up. You've got these little runabouts that are trying really hard, but they're not. Yeah. Like the Dominion's not even trying to shoot them, really. Yeah, they're right. just kind of like, I ain't fucking with you guys. Yep, nothing you we know? got was hurting them. The you know they're just fucking us up left and right. And so once they get the word it's like that uh, when you go up against Mike Tyson and Mike Tyson's bunch out, yeah, he just starts <laughs> fucking you up. You can't do anything. <laughs> then it's over. Good. But as soon as they get word that O'Brien has uh, has Cisco and Quark, it's just like, all right, let's go. Turn her around. And they're hitting you know, the galaxy class. I mean, Odyssey, she's just like, yeah, we, we've had enough. Let's, yeah. let's head back. <laughs> so everybody's I guess they back. can't go to warp, right? Because the nacelles right, up. Right. So they're making as fast of a retreat as they can. And that's when the uh, Jim Hadar sets a course right for the galaxy class. Banzai! Yeah, yeah. it just blows them up. To, I mean, a huge fucking chunk out of the secondary hall in the engineering section. Yeah. And it, it was cool because, like, it bounced off the hall and then took out the other little arm thingy. This thing, I mean, they fucked that ship up pretty fast. And then it done blowed up. Yep. Boom. Everybody looks all stunned. But why would they have to do that? Because, I mean, they were clearly just blow it up by shooting lasers at it. Like, why did yeah. they, well, that's, why did they that's, feel the need to ram it? Well, that's what uh, Cisco right. said, though. He just, you know, they need, <laughs> they they wanted us to know how far they would go. Yeah, but they could have just used conventional weapons and just done it. It almost seems like a waste of a ship. Well, it's I mean, a, that's the thing. It's like, was that ship know, damaged? Because I don't the think intimidation they... factor. Like, hey, we're crazy. We're gonna fuck you up. This what is happened? How crazy we are. Then what happened to the other it's two like ships? The suicide bombers or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's I, how committed I, they are to the cause. What happened to the other two ships, though? They went. They went back. So they, they just grew- they just blew up the galaxy class and then left the runabouts to the just kind of leave. Yeah. So go somebody has to and tell the, the story. Yeah, exactly. Somebody has to tell the story. Yeah. Go back and tell us. Tell your friends how scared you were today. Yeah. In your pea-soaked pants. pants. Yeah, and then we get back to the the base, and then Quark is like, "Hey, uh, Cisco, I got to talk to you, baby." Uh oh. And then we're just kind of hanging out on the deck of the ship of the. I liked how though professional, like how like grown up suddenly this whole relationship between Quark and Cisco. Yeah, he's like, hey, come here. They did time together. We, yeah, well, you. <laughs> they bonded. They did. They prison dude make you got to do what you got to do. They you, they you, had sex with each other in prison and then never yeah, speak of it again. Gay Quark for the dropped the soap. Yeah, they did a bunch of push ups together. They finished high school and now they're friends forever. <laughs> Cisco got his law degree yeah. and uh, helped Cork uh, with his parole. It, yeah. It was, it was, yeah, he watched Cork's back on the inside, make sure that chick didn't do anything to him. Yeah, but then all but he didn't watch enough because then all of a sudden Cisco comes out, guns drawn, black phasers in hand, and he's like, "Get away from her!" Yeah, like this is just a lock. There's nothing in here. Oh snap! Yeah. And then she basically did a slow clap. Yeah, congratulations. Like you why? It out. Why not just? Why not just shoot her right there? Like I don't like. They're a little too. Come with me, young lady. <laughs> like she's going to the principal's office. Like no, they just blew, like these people. This this lady is responsible for the Odyssey being especially, blown yeah, up. Especially after what they just saw. Why yeah. would you underestimate anybody mm-hmm. from there? They already saw the Jemadar guy walk through their little containment field. Yeah, like so you probably can't keep her in your cells. They're just way too casual. They're just like, all right, we're taking, we're going to put a bar of soap in your mouth for lying. And then you'll, no dessert for you, young woman. 
And then she's so just like, time out. yeah, she's just like, peace, I'm out. And, and then Cisco hits him with like, well, we're at war. And then that's it. Like, yeah. And it was, there wasn't even a to be continued. Yeah. There was just like, nope, that's the end of the season. Enjoy. This is Star Trek from now on. <laughs> that's basically what they said. Yeah. And I'm so fucking excited. Like, I like it. It was amazing. I had my grandmother cook a big pot of jambalaya that night after the episode. <laughs> and I was just like, I, I got to get it jambalaya, on this. She said, Ben, why are we eating this ethnic food? Y'all done got that crazy ideas for them space shows. That's exactly what the she Draculas. said. The Draculas. <laughs> the Draculas. It's a Dracula recipe. This one is one of them, them blood-sucking Dracula recipes. I made her put bugs in it because it had to be authentic. Yeah. Ferengi bugs, though. Now, was it bugs or was it shrimp? A little bit of both. Same thing, really. Is it a difference? Or crawdads or yeah. prawns. No, we had crawdads. Yeah. We used to go down to the river and get crawdads all the time. Yeah. We put the little basket out. Good times. Nasty. Good times. So, yeah, this is Star Trek now. It was killer, man. It's yeah. This is this is when DS Nine made me sit up and take attention, dude. I mean, like, like this is what? crazy. This is not like yeah. Like all of a sudden, you're just like, wow. This is this is. I mean, this they, is. They took the non-essential personnel off of the Odyssey, so it wasn't like all the families were on board. They made a point to you know say yes. that. Yeah. But at the same time, these guys just took out a ship that's on par with the Enterprise. And the captain had Easy. gray hair, so he was at least as experienced as, you know, Picard. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, holy shit. They just, you know, a ship like the Enterprise just got blowed up. And more hell? importantly, I think it gives the series, like, a feeling of urgency. Yeah. Like, it's not just like, oh, alien of the day. We're going to drive a guy from here to there, and we're all going to learn something. You know, like, now it's like, oh, shit. Like, and this it's is... not like, because, you know, like, when the Borg first showed up, it's like, well, they're still far away. Yeah. So it's going to take a while for them to come and be They just got to go right through the hole. Yeah, they're right there. Yeah, even Cisco said, like, we're the, the you know, when they decided to wage war against us, like, this will be the first battlefield. So you're like, oh, man, this is. We're going to be ready. Yeah. And I will be back on Earth. <laughs> <laughs> See you guys later. I'm going home for some yeah. jambalaya. Peace uh, out. I gotta retire. Yeah, but I quit. I quit. I quit. I quit. I quit. I quit, Mr. Starfleet. But yeah, I mean it was awesome. Like holy shit. This episode is what what was the highest one we give? Nine? This was a nine. Yeah. This was a nine point nine. This episode was amazing. And again, first nine for me. It starts out like like oh Jesus, here we go. Yep. But I think that's what makes it have such an impact, though, is that it starts out like oh, here's another fucking episode. <laughs> <laughs> You're pretty good camping, Jesus Christ! Another fucking. Why don't you just go camping on the Hollow Suite? What the fuck ever? And then all of a sudden, shit gets real. Yeah, I just like I can, I can just imagine like because I didn't see this one in the first run, uh-huh. so. I can just imagine because you wouldn't know who what the Jem'Hadar was no. back then because, like you said, they never mentioned it before. They mentioned yeah. Dominion, but never the Jem'Hadar or anything like that. So you see the title of the episode, but then they're going on a camping trip. You're like, God damn it! What kind of you know prophecy bullshit is this? <laughs> Where they're going to see <laughs> oh, the you're prophets? Gonna, and, you're going to you know. find the new orb while yeah, you're there, and exactly. Oh. But nope, they got an orb of death. Yeah, they got killed. 
and orb ass whooping. Hell yeah. <laughs> they fucking opened up a six pack of whip ass on you guys. You're all dead. Man, this episode was amazing. Like it just was amazing. I just want to go sit down with my delicious ass hummus and watch a bunch of DS nine go episodes. inspired hummus. You can just crush it. It was great. It was so wonderful. My DS nine inspired hummus. Yeah, buddy. It tastes <laughs> I mean, like I'm, death. <laughs> I'm going to be out of town for the next few weeks, but I mean, it's like, Oh my God, I, I want to watch more Trek. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a maze. So what did you guys say? I gave it a nine. Dennis, what do you say? I mean, I was thinking, you know, is there a way I can give it less than a nine, but I couldn't find a way like, cause I, I want to save my nines for those special moments. I think this is it. This is, this a is a, yeah. This is a special moment. Ben? I totally agree with you, Dennis. Yeah. yeah like, uh, I, I wanted to give it like an eight and a half. Cause I was like, well, it just yeah. starts out kind of slow. But like you said, like it, it has more impact because it's just yeah. it's a regular ass boring episode at the beginning and then it just out of nowhere they get kidnapped and shit happens. So now would you put this on par with best of both best of both worlds? For me, I still like best of both worlds better. Because that that was like the big breakout TNG episode for me. When well, that's a, that's a kept... standalone single story. <laughs> yeah, but this is it's, like this you know, is maybe th- better, but this sets up so much more opportunities yeah. than that. This did. feels like reading the first page, like the first chapter of a novel. Yeah, because now like, you know everything there's else like, is the prologue. Yeah, and then now we're in chapter one. Yeah, it's really exciting. Like I'm, I'm really excited because you know I don't think or like ever, the first three seasons of Game of Thrones. You're like, oh, now stuff is going to start happening. <laughs> I don't think like I don't think every episode after this point is going to be about the Dominion, but there's always going to be kind of that lurking kind of menace, which is cool, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, I think the next three episodes are very important and tied tied to it. Yeah. All right. Cool. I got something to look forward to. Oh yeah. Like I'm yeah. gonna dial into this or something while I'm gone. I have to. Yeah, you can figure it out, man. Yeah. Science. We have the technology. We do. All right, well, there you go. Iridium phone or something like that that you can dial up in. Yeah, call the, call the Dominion. They got something. I call Dominion power. Word. <laughs> but yeah, this was a great episode. And what a, what a way to kind of uh, uh, commemorate our sixth anniversary. Mm-hmm. Perfectly timed. Six years we've been doing this episode, this, this, this uh, podcast. So well done to you guys. Thank you for listening. Basically the same people. Yeah. I mean, some, mm-hmm. you know, like Mandy's not here anymore, but... Yeah, the four of us have been here since the beginning, essentially. Yeah, so it's been really fun. Suck it, everybody. Yeah, (laughs) looks like we made it. (laughs) But I mean, you know, we're just doing it because it's fun, and now it's just going to get more fun. Because there are sometimes like, man, I don't fucking feel like watching DS Nine. It's like now I can't wait to go watch DS Nine. That makes sense. Have to make myself not watch it. Yeah, exactly. Like we watched early this evening, and since we recorded late, it was like, well, we could watch two more episodes. So there you go. All right. Priority watching DS9. Good job. I don't know. How can people not like this show? They just never made it this far. I think they just didn't far. give it a chance. God, they're dicks. Like, what a bunch of idiots. That would be like they, watching they TNG yeah. straight to Voyager. That's, you're dumb. Get my bags. Get my bags. So, yeah. So there you go, everybody. All right. Well, we will talk to you guys next week. And uh, thank you for listening. And uh, season three, here we go. Cool.